It's the Big Show with Joe. This podcast is for fun and entertainment. Don't worry, it's just odd and flaky news. It's it's just random shit. It's weird. It's strange. It's cookie and far out. Why? Because we tried regular news. This just depresses the crap out of me. So, we're going to take real stories, and we're going to punch them up a little, and we're going to have a few jokes after each story, and then, hell, I don't know, we might even talk about stuff you said, so the big show is here. It's here. So sit back and relax. Here comes the big show with Joe. Okay, well, I got me a story now. It's going to be real funny, but this is true. This is the real deal now. There's a Swedish city, Swedish city. It's Swedish. I think it's over there in Europe, and they got this stinky celebration they're going to have. This story is by Ben Cooper. Officials in a Swedish city said they're going to dump more than a ton of chicken poop on a popular park to deter revelers from a gathering to a celebrate a popular holiday. Now, that's pretty shitty of them, isn't it? Now, this city is called Lund, which is annually draws a crowd, and they say it's in the numbers of tens of thousands to celebrate Wallet Permit Night in its central park. And said the chicken poop is going to be spread across the park. Now, that's ridiculous. And that's there just to prevent the partiers from reveling and having a good old time and gathering to celebrate the Thursday night holiday amidst the Corona-19 pandemic. Now, look, Wallapurgan night is supposed to be a spring festival that has roots going all the way back into them pagan traditions. And it's supposed to celebrate annually on the last night in April. Now, this feller by the name of Gustav Lundblatt, who is the chairman of the Lund Council, the, the Environmental Committee, said that that chicken poop serves multiple purposes. Now, ain't that just wonderful of him? He's just the most nice guy. We get the opportunity to fertilize alone. And at the same time, it will stink to high heaven. So it may not be so nice to sit and drink beer in the park. Uh, that's what that Lund black guy said. That's, that's what he said. He conceded that the efforts might have some unintentional side effects for nearby residents. Well, I'm not a fertilizing expert, but I, I understand it very clear. It might smell a bit outside the park. That's what that Lund Black guy said. These chicken droppings, you know, they're just chicken droppings after all. I, I can't guarantee that the rest of the city will be odorless. But the point is to keep them people out of the park. Well, he's just a real shitty feller. Confucius say, man who not poop for many day must deal with backlog. Okay, that's uh, wise. 
Okay, here we go, and then we're going to have a song for one big joke right here. Ralph came home drunk one night. He was just shit-faced, slid into bed beside a sleeping wife, and fell into a deep, deep slumber. He awoke before the pearly gates where St. Peter said, You died in your sleep, Ralph. Ralph was stunned. I'm dead. No, I can't be dead. I got too much to live for. Send me back. St. Peter said, I'm sorry, but there's only one way you can go back, and that is as a chicken, Ralph. Ralph was devastated, but begged St. Peter to send him to a farm nearest to his home. Next thing he knew, he's covered up in feathers, and he was a clucking like a chicken, and he's a picking the ground. The rooster strolled past and said, So you're the new hen, huh? How's your first day here? Well, not bad, replied Ralph the hen, but I have this strange feeling inside like I'm going to explode. Well, you're overlating, explained the rooster. Don't tell me you ain't never laid an egg before. Well, never, said Ralph. We'll just relax and let it happen, said the rooster. It's no big deal. Ralph did, and a few uncomfortable seconds later, out popped an egg. Ralph was overjoyed, and he was overcome with emotion as he was experiencing his first motherhood event. He soon laid another egg, and his joy was overwhelming. As he's about to lay his third egg, he felt a smack on the back of his head. Heard his wife yell, Ralph, wake up, you dirty bastard. You just shit the bed. <laughs> Joke number two. A man was sitting at a bar one day when a pirate walked in. Pirate had a wooden leg and a hook for one hand and a patch over one eye. Well, feeling sorry for the pirate, the man said, Come over here, my friend. You look as though you you had a tough life and I'd like to buy you a drink. The pirate gladly went over and sat down. And the old guy said, Give this fella here a rum. Then the man asked the pirate, I'm curious, and how did you lose your leg? Arr, said the pirate, I lost that timber to a tiger shark in the Caribbean when I was thrown overboard for stealing a man's rum. Wow, that's awful, said the man. And tell me, how'd you lose your hand? Arr, replied the pirate, I lost that fighting cannibals in a treasure island. Oh, my word, said the man. How awful. Tell me, how'd you lose that there eye? Pirate said, Arr, a seagull. He pooped in it. A seagull? Man was surprised. He said, is seagull poop dangerous? Pirate says, Nah, matey, it was me first day with the hook. <laughs> okay. Joke number three. A little boy is walking down the country road one day when he comes across a man 
who has a truckload of cow manure. Boy, you ask him, well, what you going to do with all that cow poop? Man says, I'm taking it home, and I'm going to put it on my strawberries. Little boy looked around. He's scratching his head for a minute. He looked down at the ground. He looked back up at the old guy. He says, I don't know where you come from, buddy. But where I come from, we put cream and sugar on our strawberries. <laughs> no. Right up in your face. Right up in your face. Right up in your face. Your face. Your face. Your face. Your face. Right up in your face. Right up in your face. Right up in your face. I'm gonna keep right up a face. A face. A face. A face. A face. A face. decides one day he's just gonna take all of his money, everything that he saved, all of it, and he's gonna bury it. Now this story's by Elizabeth Shim. A Chinese man buries... Now, let me set this up. This guy in his pea brain decides what he's gonna do. He's gonna take all of his savings, all his cash. He's going to take it in paper bills, not coins, paper bills, bundle it up, okay? Dig a big hole in the ground. He's going to take thousands of dollars and put it in the hole. Then he's going to cover it up with dirt. I know, that's some crazy shit right there. But he didn't think there was a problem with that. What do you think? I know. I know. Well, he put it in the ground and he covered it up. 
five years later, he digs it up. Oh, shit. He learns the hard way. There may be a better way to store his life savings. It's hard for me to believe this guy would actually think that the money would still be okay. Well, here's what here's what happened. The Chinese state media in Taiwan's TVBS network report a man, a farmer with surname Wang, visited branch of the Agricultural Bank of China in Hanu Province. Now the banknotes, when he got them up out of the ground, they were rotten and moldy and just. Falling apart on contact. Really? I thought they'd have been perfectly okay in that hole in the ground, covered up with dirt. Wang told the bank he had ten more bundles. No, 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 no. They were all at home, and that he had buried a total, now get this, a total of about two hundred and eighty thousand dollars in cash five years ago in a hole in the ground. The Chinese med said his parents were merchants and they had accumulated this money. And he said a local television program claimed that, that, that there was thefts and that they were very common at ATMs. At a bank ATM. Now, we know there are but better than a hole in the ground? Well, the television claims compelled this dude to bury that large amount of cash in the ground, he said. Um, it, it, the more the story goes on, the harder it is for me to actually understand. Maybe it is easy for you, but golly, man. So the bank employees... They worked overtime trying to restore the damaged bills. And the notes oftentimes just clumped up and fell apart into little pieces. So what they did is they divided them all up into small bundles. Then they tried very carefully to divide them into singles. According to the People's Bank of China Regulations Department, Bills that retain 75% of their original features can be exchanged at a full value. Uh-oh. But bills disfigured such that only 50 to 75% of the note is recognizable can only be exchanged for about half the amount. Floosh. The man's savings had lost about 25% of its total value. Man, that's like $70,000 were just flushed right down the drain. Gone. See ya. Put it in the ground. Uh, you know, people do the damnedest things. I don't, hell, I don't know. I would not put my money in the ground. 
And if I did decide to put it in the ground, maybe I might put it in a Ziploc bag or a metal container or something, uh, but I still wouldn't put it in the ground. Um, people that put their money in the ground are just, well, they just, they don't think things through, obviously. Confucius say, man who bury cash in ground will be dirt poor. Okay, so we're here comes the first joke, and we try to keep these, you know, in the same vein as the story. So here's the first joke. My friend wanted to be buried with all of his cash. A millionaire friend of mine found out that he had cancer. And being unmarried with no children, he wanted to make sure none of his extended family got any of his money. So he came up with a plan. He would leave all of his money to me with the express instructions that I bury him with it. None of his family was to ever receive a single dime. Time goes on, and he finally passes away. At the funeral, I show up in a brand new Lexus. Brand new $500 suit. A woman under each arm and a diamond chain around my neck. My friend's sister came up to me and, man, she was angry. How can you afford all of this? I thought you were supposed to bury all the money with him. I just smiled her and said calmly, I did. I wrote him a check. <laughs> I know. Okay, well, you know, it was... I gave him the money. I, I mean, I don't think he's going to cash the check, and you know. But if he does, I'm responsible. <laughs> All right. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Joke number two. Another friend of mine phoned and asked me if I could loan her five hundred dollars to help her pay her rent, and you know. Me always willing to help my friends and family out, I told her, give me a minute, let me check my account, and I'll phone you right back. And before I could check my account, my friend's mom phones and says, don't you give her any money, because she's lying. Her mother proceeded to tell me that she wanted to use the $500 to get her boyfriend out of jail, because she wanted to be under the same roof with him for her birthday. So I thought about it for a minute. And I decided, well, what the hell, go ahead. I'll give her the $500. Because, you know, we all need a little help at times. So I phoned her back and I said, yeah, I can help you. And met her and gave her an envelope full of cash. A couple hours later, I get a call from the county jail. I said, hello. She starts screaming and asking, why did you give me counterfeit money? I replied, so you and your boyfriend would be under the same roof for your birthday. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, okay, okay. Here's the last joke, and it's kind of short, but I like it. A dying grandma tells her grandchildren, I want to leave you my farm. That includes the barn, livestock, the harvester, the tractor, and the equipment, including the farmhouse, and 24 million. $548,750.45 in cash. The grandchildren were absolutely floored and about to become rich, Say, Oh, Grandma, you're so generous. I didn't even know you had a farm. Where is it? And with her last breath, Grandma whispered, Facebook. <laughs> Okay, well, that's it for this story. So I'm going to play a tune, and we're going to come back. We're going to do some more. What do you think about that? Bernadette Deron. This is crazy shit right here now. A few countries can garner as much funny news in a single year as Russia, which could very well be the Florida of Europe. This was exemplified when a Russian branch of Domino's Pizza Company solely underestimated their consumers when they released a free 
pizza for live promotion. Now, that's a great deal uh, if you follow through. The offer promised 100 free pizzas yearly for 100 years to anyone who got the company's logo tattooed on their body. I can't believe it, can you? Now, Domino's was ultimately forced to end that promotion early because too many people took them up on their offer. The offer provided too simple a challenge for Russians as the promise of free pizza for life could be achieved in just three steps. First, Domino's fans were required to get a tattoo of the company's logo in a prominent place. Then, that participant was to post a picture of the tattoo on Instagram, Facebook, or Vonaclanic. I think that's right. Russia's version of a Facebook along with the hashtag that roughly translates to hashtag dominance. Finally, the participants could go to any domino location to receive their official free pizza certificate. Now, the promotion was initially intended to run for two months. But after just five days, more than 300 posts of tattoos with promotional hashtags went up on Instagram alone. Domino's was subsequently forced to shut the operation down as the profit loss posed a very legitimate threat. Some participants took extreme creative liberties with their respective Domino's Pizza logos. The company seemed to believe that only a few people would be crazy enough to get tattoos of logos for free food. Well, they were poorly misunderstood. It seems like paying a couple of people in pizzas for permanent ad space was a pretty even exchange. They totally miscalculated. One tattoo was a teenage ninja turtle biting a domino. Another tattoo was prisoner of a freebie in woods with a ghoulish hand holding a domino. Just to name a few, perhaps Domino simply underestimated just how good that pizza really is. Meanwhile, tattoo shops all over Russia, well, they they probably reap some benefits from this as well. Well, it was just like knocking over Domino's one at a time. Confucius say, while waiting on his pizza, Say, will my pizza be long? No, 
it will be round. Okay, pizza joke. A company feeling it was time for a shakeup hires a new CEO. This new boss is determined to rid the company of all its slackers. On a tour of the facility, the CEO noticed a guy leaning against the wall. The room is full of workers, and he thinks this is his chance to show everyone he means business. The CEO walks up to the guy and says, How much money do you make a week? Undaunted, the young fellow looked at him and stared him right in the eye and said, I'll make about $200 a week. Why? The CEO then handed the guy $200 in cash and screamed, Here's a week's pay. Now get out and don't ever come back. Feeling pretty good about his first firing, the CEO looked around the room and, and asked, Anybody know what that slacker did? And with an uncontrollable grin, one of the workers muttered, That dude is the pizza delivery guy. (laughs) Pizza in Japan. An American businessman goes to Japan on a business trip. But he hates Japanese food. So he asked the concierge at the hotel if there's any place where he could get American food. The concierge tells him, he's in luck. There's a pizza place that's just open, and they will deliver it. The concierge gave the businessman a phone number, and he goes back to his room, and he orders a pizza. 30 minutes later, the delivery guy shows up at the door with the pizza. Businessman takes the pizza, and he starts a sneezing uncontrollably. He asked the delivery man, what the hell did you put on this pizza? The delivery man bowed deeply and said, we put on the pizza what you order, pepper only. Ooh, shit. God is watching. The children were lined up in the cafeteria of a Catholic school for lunch. At the head of the table was a large tray of pizza slices. The nun posted a sign on the pizza tray. Take only one. God is watching. Further on down the line at the other end of the table was a large pile of chocolate chip cookies. One child whispered to the other, Take all you want. God's watching the pizza. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Also, folks, this is it for the big show with Joe. <laughs> These are true stories. Oh, yes, weird but true. With cornball jokes for mature audiences. Oh, this is Joe, your host, and I'd like you to comment on the show because I'll share some of your comments on future episodes. And I hope you got a kick out of our little show, uh, A Laugh a Day will keep you in good spirits. 
no animals were harmed in the making of this show and the intro and the outro music is Intrigo the Gladiators by Julian Frick composed in 1897 most people know it as the Sucker Song and this was performed on a MIDI all other interlude music between segments is all original vocal performance by me Big Joe these are the sound of true sounds with some effects and I hope you enjoy my strange symptoms and even my weirdness with some oddities <laughs> and a dash of abnormal bullshit for your taste so what we want we want you to come show back up every week cause we're gonna have a show every week peace be with you and Joe is out